Hey everybody, this is Chad. Just a couple things before we get the show started. Number one, I'm going to be in Northern California this week. I am going to be in Sacramento tomorrow and Wednesday, and I'm going to be in San Francisco Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm very excited because um, a good friend of mine, Sean Patton, he's so funny and he's coming with me. And uh, he is absolutely not someone that should go before anyone. He's a bona fide headliner, but uh, we wanted to work together. And so I'm starting to do some some stuff like this where I'm just like, you know what? Let's have friends on the road and let's let's make it happen. So really looking forward to that. Also, across town in San Francisco on Friday and Saturday, uh, Dan Cummins will be at uh, Cobb's Comedy Club. I'm at the Punchline in both Sacramento and San Francisco. So if you like both of us or all three of us, you could come to my show and Sean's show, and then you could head across town and hit Dan's Late Show or vice versa. I happen to know some of you are already planning on doing that because you have messaged me those exact words. Also, and I know this is weird, but I'm gonna do it anyways because I'm so excited about this. I ordered some pickled food from this place called Fermentation Station, and dear God, it is so good. So they pickle asparagus, pears, uh, they have punch pickles, so it's like dill pickle chips with a tropical punch twist. And this is not an official ad, by the way. I'm just letting you know. They have this thing called karate chop, but it's carrot-y chop. Um, absolutely, all of these things are perfect. Blackberry bonanza, by the way, and cherry bombs. All super, super good. Um, one disclaimer, the blackberry bonanza, you think it's going to be sweet because it's blackberries, but it's still pickled. But oh my God, it's so good. Smeared on some crackers, cream cheese. Let your brain go crazy. All of these things can be used in Bloody Marys. If you want to have the perfect charcuterie board or Bloody Mary bar and all your friends are like, oh my God, where'd you get this stuff? You can tell them fermentationstationco.com. Fermentationstationco.com. I'm telling you, it's so freaking good. So, uh... everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Well, hello there. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening again, no matter what day it is. Happy that day across from me. We're really doing it. I feel great about it. I think he does. It's Cyrus Amundsen. Good, well, afternoon, Chad. I was going to say morning, but it is no longer that time. Hello. Hi. Oh, I hope you use that voice all show. It's good to be here. Uh, Jenna just got home. Okay. I see her in the kitchen from where I'm standing. I can see her. What's she doing? How's she look? It's hard to tell because she's <laughs> profile. Um, okay. I, the move down here was yep. pretty stressful i now, believe i'm that. i'm living in the state of ohio um and yep. the move down here was tough and i wanted to do something nice for her so i That's bought true. her so i the place that i'm doing physical therapy down here also does like training physical training is that what oh, they call it you what am i, I what am i you talking about that, working I, out yeah, yeah, I said you that. Bought like, a, you, you got her a gym membership? I didn't. Okay, wait, s- stop. No, you stop. Is that what you bought her? No, I As didn't. As a thank you, you're like, hey, taking care of me all these months has, uh, you're kind of getting chubby in the ass. <laughs> here's a little, here's something to put on your keychain. You can get into a gym. 
Hey, sweet tits, you've been taking care of me. Maybe it's time to take care of yourself. Here's a gym membership. <laughs> yeah, boy. During the pandemic, she has she's done yoga. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. I walked out one morning. She was doing yoga in our living room. On our we have like internet on the TV, so she'd go on YouTube and find videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why am I explaining everything like somebody's grandma's grandma today? What the fuck is a, a physical trainer's training package? Do you know they got the internet on the T? What, what is, what the fuck? And why did I just make that grandma Southern? Jeepers, fucking creepers, Chad. The point is. I'm just going to sit back and listen. I love this so much. I, I walked out one morning and there's a picture of this on my Instagram. Jenna was doing downward facing dog and our dog, Kevin, was behind her literally stretching. I was like, are you guys, do you guys fuck? How are you so... What Kevin is so obsessed with you. He has somehow become so obsessed with you that he's participating in yoga with you. What somehow? Hey, hold on. When I was a kid, an old lady iced my dick once and I still send her money every month. So don't say somehow. What do you mean somehow? That's a deep cut reference for all the new listeners. I like how we tell people, go back and listen to episode one and everybody's like, No. <laughs> Throughout the pandemic, she consistently mentioned how much she missed going to the gym and how much she missed going to the trainer. And I, because of my stupid little health issue, and now the fucking Delta variant, which is basically walking through and like taking down people like me, even if they're vaccinated. Sure. We're kind of, and this place takes COVID crazy seriously. You know, you wear your mask from station to station. It's really safe. It's it's really, um, you know, well thought out. And so, yeah, I bought her a package of physical training sessions. <laughs> now, do you think that those will eventually turn into massage room lovemaking sessions? What I am concerned about is they do have a massage place there. And I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't, we, because of my health, you know, I'm not as lovey and touchy as I once was. And I don't want sure. her to get onto a massage table with some guy named Kurt. And, you know, he fucking like starts massaging her thigh and she's like, that's what it used to be like. And then I just, you know, you have to come take care of me. I can't have that happen. Yeah. I mean, she's living in fucking Southern you, you Ohio you know, with Kurt because of his, you know, yeah, his grippy hands. You don't send her to someone like that that you don't know that might be promiscuous. I mean, I would start with like, who did your wedding? Who officiated your wedding? Well, well, you did. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. If you think if you think I'm sending her to old, to old fingers Daniels for a <laughs> for a massage, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yes, you would be. You would be straight out of your mind. I think that's a I think that's a very nice gift. But when you hear it initially, right? My grandma got me cologne one year for Christmas, and I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I should start really, really washing inside my asshole." <laughs> yeah, it's not. I was a little nervous, uh, and she was happy about the gift. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out after she's been to a couple of sessions. That's why I'm trying to gauge. Like, was this a home run or not? As I. Look at her through two, like 
through the window of the office, through the living room, into the kitchen. I'm trying to gauge, is she thrilled with the experience or is this now something else she thinks she has to do for me? Which it's not for me. I, she's, she also doesn't need to. Well, you've seen her before. She's got herself a nice little, you know, she's, it's put together. I know nothing about that. Should I, I sexually harass it. my own wife on my podcast? She's got a real <laughs> tight little package there. Caboose that won't quit. Hips that are just right and a rack that you want to hang on your wall, brother. Hey, come here, tits. Come on. Come on in here. Why don't you bring them physical training tits into this room? Show them to my buddy. Who am I? What is happening? <laughs> you have lived in Ohio for less than a month. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. So we've been catching up recording this show. So yeah, we didn't actually like I think the first show I recorded when we came back was kind of like a recap of everything, everything that had happened. And then we got into our, you know, our more long term rentals. So now we're in the neighborhood, you know, with all the labradoodles and it's great. But we were in a bunch of different houses before that and i forgot to tell you that i went i'm gonna call it this is a story that i expect to come out of you Uh oh so we were staying in this house and they had the neighbor had four dogs and i know they had four dogs because one evening i heard four separate creatures bark for two and a half hours straight that's fun and and i'm not one of those plane babies on planes don't bother me a dog barking doesn't bother me somebody like i don't overreact to that shit four separate dogs barking for two and a half hours is different and then finally i like go i'm like what in the fuck is, is there, did somebody die? Is, are they, is this, an, are these medical alert dogs that are trying to let us know that somebody's in a diabetic coma next door? And I went out and Jenna, Jenna, by the way, speaking of Jenna, thank God she doesn't listen to this podcast because she knows nothing about this and she would be so fucking mad at me, dude. So <laughs> there are four dogs and they're all barking outside the back door. They're like, like lined up next to each other, just barking to go inside. Your back door or the neighbor's back door? The neighbor's back door, the house in which they live. Okay, gotcha. Now, yeah. I can't, I'm not guaranteeing they were barking at that door the entire time, but they, as that's the only place I've seen them be. And I got like so fucking angry. And I watched it for like five minutes. I just sat there and then I started stewing and kind of spinning. And you're like, okay. Why would you not hear them? Either you forgot your dogs outside and you're an asshole, so maybe I should just go let them in. Or, you know, it's a romantic night with you and the missus, but that's not, nobody, these are, there's two and a half hours? Two and a, <laughs> like, I get, yeah, maybe all together, but you, at somewhere in that and around that time, you could be like, oh, now that I've finished once, should I let those four crazy barking dogs in the house? And then I just got kind of, I don't know, I just got riled. And I think it was, I was so mad at the situation I was in. Like, mm-hmm. I like Ohio. I'm fucking angry I'm down here. I'm angry at the situation that brought me down here. I'm a little angry at the world because of all this health sure. stuff. 
I'm handling it well, I think, except for this specific moment. Um, and uh, so I, my first thought was like, should I just trespass onto the property and go open the door and let the dogs in? That was my first thought. And I'd like to tell you something. I had a dog, same thing, that used to bark at my mom's house. And the neighbor across the street came over and opened the door to let the dog in. And I was doing it on the living room floor with, with her granddaughter. Oopsie. What? Yeah, true story. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. I wasn't even living at my mom's house then, but I knew my mom was gone. So I'm like, let's go to my mom's house. Nobody's there. And then we let the dog out because I'm on the living room floor. I don't need the dog sniffing around, licking me and my feet or something. Gross. Yeah, nobody wants so to have a dog out. watch him have sex. And then he was, <laughs> he was barking a little too much, I guess. The, ladies, the lady from across the street came over, and it was her grandma. Oh. And uh, but she didn't see her. Oh, okay. I, thank goodness, because I talked to her about a week later, and I was like, "What happened?" She's like, "Nothing. She didn't even know it was me." I'm like, "Perfect." <laughs> My mom's gone again. She's like, "No thanks." Capsia. <laughs> One of those. He was pretty so, traumatic. Not the sex, the grandma thing. I hope. So, <laughs> what I did was I I thought about that for a while. I also thought about just going over and trying to scold the dogs, but I didn't think that was going to have any effect whatsoever. So I kind of walked out in the driveway and I'm pacing a little bit, stewing. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And so, and I had no plan whatsoever. I, I, I was just going to go over there and basically, you know, be mean to these people because they're ruining <laughs> my experience. And yes. I ring the doorbell and the moment I ring the doorbell, it kind of formulated in my head. And uh, so a woman comes to the door and she goes, does the whole, can I help you thing, right? The sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't remember what she said because I had that like, you know, you and I are different because you're more of a psychopath than me. But when I'm going to get confrontational. Interesting. I mean, when I'm going to get confrontational, I can hear my heartbeat so loud like I get that rush of like oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy <laughs> and, and then you know I'm one of those people who's like turn your music down and it comes out like the music has noise like it never <laughs> I, I really rev up internally yeah so she greets me in some way or another and I just go is how did you know that I rang the doorbell do you have it connected to like a like a blinking light or how does it work and she goes <laughs> And she goes, what? And I go, are you, are you reading my lips right now? Can you, do you understand what I'm saying? And she goes, what are you talking about? I go, oh, I assumed this was the home of people who were hearing impaired because all four of your fucking dogs have been barking for two and a half hours. And then I just <laughs> spun it around and walked away. I didn't, I didn't let her respond. I didn't let her shut the door. I just... And uh, she went and let the dogs in. We didn't hear them the next two days. I felt, I felt like. <laughs> I have to tell you something. And I know I don't say this as much as I should, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank, thank you. 
That was really fantastic. Thank you. I felt I, I, I felt really good about it, especially because the whole walk over there, which isn't long, it's down my driveway, over a little bit, and up their driveway. But the whole walk over there, I was like, I'm going to be like, tell her she's a bad pet owner. Tell, yeah, that's what we're going to do. You're a bad, like, I didn't have a good plan. And then I heard the doorbell, and I was like, and got it. <laughs> for, yeah, for someone who normally yells, music is noise. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, I have to tell you, I went to a second wedding, like a someone's second marriage. Two people had been married before, and they are now marrying one another. Brady Bunch. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And I just want to tell you that when this personal trainer thing goes sideways, I'm not coming to your second wedding. <laughs> second wedding, they're too much. I'm going to tell you this, this, this second wedding was, was good. I, I felt like they did it right. They didn't ask for gifts, even though I will tell you this, I did get him a bidet with a card that says a little ass play to keep it fresh. So I did get him that. Do you think people use the bidet, like, and this is a very naive question, but do you think there's anybody who uses it in a really inappropriate way? I can't speak for anybody else, but yeah, sometimes I know my asshole's clean and I still let her rip. Feels good. I don't care what anyone says about that. I don't care if people, we're going to cancel Chad and his horrible, horrible butthole habits. I don't, go ahead. I don't care. It's water. I'm paying the water bill. It's my butthole. Mind your business. So that's what I, that's what I gave them a bidet and I gave them that, that little card. But they didn't ask for gifts. The ceremony was 10 minutes long. You know, it was because okay. you can't have. I've also been to a second wedding where it's this big extravagant wedding where everyone like the father of the bride gives a speech again. It's like you fucking had your chance. Didn't work. <laughs> you don't get to have a big, huge wedding and ask for all the shit again. You each have half of the shit from your first wedding. If your divorce attorneys were any good. So why do I have to give you something That's else? a full shit. You have a full load of shit. You combine to make one wedding that's already happened. Oh my God, this is awesome. I go to my friend. There was this guy touching everything. And I'm like, can you tell me who that is? Because I don't want to like, you know, make fun of the person or whatever. And he goes, that's the wedding planner. And I go, you guys have both been married and you can't figure out how to plan a wedding. And then my buddy goes, well, we just want this one to be different. And I said, why don't you guys try loving each other? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was pretty dang good. But anyways, the reason I'm telling you this, mm -hmm. and I, I would like to say one more thing. My friend Fritz, our friend Fritz, who was on the podcast, mm -hmm. he had a second wedding. But his lovely bride, it was her first wedding. So, yeah, we fucking partied like it was the first wedding because that's very for her. different. Very different. Yeah, that's for her. And so I'm at this wedding and now I will tell you the mother of the groom. OK, there were four high school buddies invited to this wedding. That was it. I've known this guy. I mean, not even high school buddies, childhood friends, because I've known him since he got off. This is a really small event, very small event. Only yeah, four friends from childhood, known him forever. And his, I've known his mother forever as well. And that has not boded well for the two of us. So she comes up. There are some hugs given by the other friends. 
She's walking towards me. I don't know what to do, so I put my arms up to hug her. She puts her hands on my shoulders, and she goes, Hey, that's enough right there, young man. And I was like, Oh, no. (laughs) Then, instead of a groom's dinner, which I appreciated, there were all these events, all these little kind of fun events taking place of the gigantic events at a a first wedding. So instead of a groom's dinner, there was just pizza by an outdoor pool. But there was no glass allowed in the pool area. So this woman looked at me and goes, Chad, will you carry in my wine bottle? And I said, I will, but you need to know if they ask me if I have glass, I'm going to tell them the truth because I got a little truth thing going on. And she goes, yes, you're so truthful. That's what you've always been known for. And I was like, carry your wine. So I go into the wedding, or to the, excuse me, to the, the pizza at the pool groom's dinner, and I find a table where she is not. Right? It's a full table, so I know no one can sit there. I'm going to be basically just with other friends of his that he's met or his new wife's friends, whatever. So we're sitting there. We have pizza. Two people get up as if signaled as soon as the mom was done getting pizza, came over, sat down. So one of the guys that had met him later in life said, wow tight little group only four childhood friends got invited you guys must have great friends that way if if he's known them since first grade and she goes yeah yeah he did have good friends growing up i mean there were some exceptions and then almost snapped her neck looking at me and then she stared at me it was the craziest thing in the world and then she said i go that's not even fair that you're looking at me and she goes well listen from the first time I went into his second grade teacher for parent-teacher conferences, I said, what do you think of the class? And the teacher said to me, I think we have a great group here. I'm just a little worried about the Daniels boy. He could be trouble. And I said, bullshit. I go, I didn't even have that lady as a teacher. She goes, yes, you did. And I said, no, I didn't. I could go through every single teacher I had. And she goes, well, then she must have just known you were trouble. I go, how was I getting in trouble? I was in the same gifted class as your son. We, we got out of school to go to this thing called Comet, where we did other school shit. And it, it's the fucking craziest thing I've ever heard. So then, I'm not done yet. Then, at the wedding, I wear a white Hawaiian shirt because it's a second wedding. And she sure. comes over and she says... Oh, well, I see everyone. It's just it's just the four guys from childhood that are sitting at one table. And she goes, I see everybody got the memo about not wearing white to a wedding except one of you. And I said, it's a second wedding. I go, I'll wear whatever I want to a second wedding. There are five teenagers sitting up at the front table and they belong to the bride and groom. So there's nothing pure about this wedding. You know how hard it is to sexually satisfy someone in their 40s? They both should be wearing brown for Christ's sake. Because now I'm fuming. Now I'm fuming. Now I'm bringing in anal to her. I'm talking yeah. about secret anal. So yeah. then she goes, uh, well, I just, you know, a Hawaiian shirt at a wedding. And I looked at her and I go, I wore a suit to his first one. And then she just walked away. I couldn't believe it. Still, I am 46. What are you in second grade? Seven. That's 39 years ago. 
and she's pretending like I had a different teeth. That was the craziest thing in the whole wide world. Now I will tell you this. One time, her son lent me money to go on a trip and I did not pay him back in a timely fashion and he came and he repossessed a television of mine. He just came into my room and took my TV. So maybe that has something to do with it, but that was well after second grade. So don't you give me that second grade bullshit. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it takes a really weird person to hold on to something for decades. Like something that's not, you know, murder. Yes. Yes, exactly. Listen, I'm not saying she doesn't have a leg to stand on because I did not pay them back when I said I would. And then her son had to come and take my TV, which I still think is so funny because it was like right around the time my dad left and my dad had given me the TV. So I was like, go ahead, fucking have it. No, I'm not paying you. And so maybe that's it. But to bring up second grade is absolutely absurd. And what kind of fucking judge of character is your son? He invites four of his childhood friends and the public nuisance is one of them. I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't. I, I don't know how you work, but to dislike someone takes so much of my energy that like there are people who I have legitimate reason to despise with every bit of my soul. And within six months of the whatever spurned that feeling, I well, whatever, fuck it. Like, I just can't do it. I can't. I can't hate someone or disdain someone for a decade oh that's just that's poisonous man yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, let's talk about why I'm here in Ohio. Oh, yeah, I, I know. But let's let's tell everyone else. I love Let's Let's fill everybody well, I, in. So I had to find a new uh, quality. I had to find a new specialized physical therapist. Right. You had to new body shop guy, new body shop guy. So, by the way, can I do a plug? Can I can I can I please scam a little plug in here, please? So this physical therapist I'm working down with down here, he's, he's been a friend of mine. I've known him for five years now. His name is Eric Oliver, and he is a fucking beast. Like he run this place he runs is called Beyond Exercise. Right. Okay. That's where Jenna went. Right. And that's where I'm going. And he does like physical therapy, but they do like really individualized, like personalized physical therapy and personal training. You know, like you and I have talked about that, I think even off air where you go to a PT or a physical trainer and it's the same shit like A plus B equals C. Like it's the same exact shit everywhere. This is the type of dude who... They train marathon runners and then just people who want to go for a 15-minute jog. And so you'll see him in there fix Like, he's, he was showing me this thing where, it, like, breaking down how a runner's foot hit the ground wrong. Like that. So 
they work with chronic pain people and athletes and all this stuff. So if you're in Ohio, beyond exercise, they're unbelievable. So yeah, I'd have to go there. I'd have to go there for the athletic stuff. But anyways, what were you saying? To- totally, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah, former. Athlete. I would say you are certainly beyond exercise. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I, I. It's not often I don't see stuff coming. Yeah. And that one, that one, uh, that one got me. Yeah, wow, no problem. God damn it. So, uh, gifted class. He, he's always got like he's always like wearing cool shit. Eric is, okay. like cool shoes, stuff like that. And uh, he, I was in there one day, and he had on a pair of like joggers, and they had yep. they had a really like because do you ever. You ever do that thing where you see, and I know you do this thing because, well, I've bought hooded sweatshirts that then you've bought. But do you ever see something on somebody else and you're like, that's cool. And then you put it on yourself and you go, I am a clown. Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't translate. I've seen joggers before with people wearing the sneakers I have. And so I go, oh, that looks really cool. I'll wear my sneakers that are those and I'll put some joggers on. But I have an upside down triangle shaped body. So <laughs> the joggers just keep getting wider and wide and to my shoulders. And people are like, are you fucked? Do you have two legs or just one leg? What's going on? It's a horrible look on me. And I've tried it so many times. I remember in, I think it was ninth grade, Randy Moss had done a press conference wearing a floor to ceiling Michael Jordan, like joggers jumpsuit, like one of those... Mm-hmm you know, wind suits. And yeah. I insisted on going when we were up in the cities visiting my sister, going to the Mall of America to their big foot locker there and getting me a Randy Moss, Michael Jordan style jumpsuit. And I got it. I was so proud of it. It was like, yeah. and I, I was proud of it for weeks because you don't, I got, it's my school clothes. You know, you don't get to wear your school clothes in August. You know, right. we were, my mom was the type of person who we would buy school clothes and then when we came home from school, we had to take those clothes off and put on our everyday clothes, which were garage sale purchases. Absolutely. Well, what are you going to wear out your school clothes? Also, I talked to your ninth grade teacher and she said you were nothing but trouble in that jumpsuit. So I was proud of the Randy Moss jumpsuit for plenty of weeks. And I wore yep. it to the first day of school and I walked up to my friends and in my head, I thought they were going to be like, dude, awesome. Where'd you get it? And I walked up and I kind of like leaned into my group of friends. And one of my lifelong friends at that point looked at me and goes, what are you wearing, trash bags? And then everybody just made fun of me for like 12 minutes. And You know who would have you know loved that jumpsuit? C.D. White. Oh, C.D. White would have loved it. Yeah, C.D. White. Absolutely. There's, there's no part of me that doesn't think C.D. White didn't look into like, when jeans and jean jackets that match together like i can imagine cd white with with like a fubu set of those yeah yeah i get it that makes sense i, I probably did have it backwards so my of course, pts Chris my pts got on these joggers and they're like a really they're black but they've got like a really faded camouflage and okay. camo is camo pants never good never there's no anytime you see someone in camo pants especially if they don't have a camo top and a beret on so you're like well we should 
let's probably respect that guy. They just have camo right. pants, and like, did you just finish? Like, it, it's the most absurd look in the world. But you just want to go, hey, what's your Facebook profile, just so I can see your last couple posts, so I know what buildings to go into. Thank you. <laughs> so, but these were cool, and so I asked him, I was like, where'd you get those, man? And uh, he he got them at Lululemon, and. So I was going to head down to Lululemon. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> and, I, and I love Lululemon. I'm a big, I'm a big Lululemon guy. I'm a Lulu head. And so I I'm, like it too. I like it too. It's very comfortable. They have the, anti, no, the ABC, anti-ball crushing technology. It's no marine layer, but it is, it is a good brand. Yeah. So I head down and, you know, I'm going to get these. And obviously I'm never going to wear them to PT because I don't want to walk in like, Hey, look, Dad, I'm just like you. I don't want that shit to happen. I don't want him to, us to wear them on the same day. And Lulu, have you been in a Lululemon? Yeah. They, can, I, can I say something? Sure. I don't want to step on your story, but are you about to tell us what all the people are wearing? Oh, I'm just going to tell you that I've, ne- I've been in a ton of different Lululemons in a, t- in like a few different cities, and it's the same people who work at every single store. Yeah, they have. I I got approached at a Lululemon once, and the guy had a fanny pack on. He's yep. like, "Can I help you?" And I go, "I doubt it. You have a fanny pack on." It's always it's always like four nineteen or twenty year old hot girls who it looks like on their job description, you are in the interview. Like, are you willing to put your butt on display for forty hours a week? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a special way that you, they tie their shirt where they're like, "Let's okay." So you put a top knot here but then yank so hard in your lower back that it arches it and your ass, somebody could actually eat a family full of dinners off your like ass cliff right there. Like it's, we get it. These pants make women's asses look great. You don't have to basically walk around at a 90 degree angle for us to notice. So you got, you know, three or four girls walking around with their ass cliffs and then there's always, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but there's always one guy in there that I would bet $50,000 his name is Chad. He's like, I don't care. I get it. Have I, 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 before we go, have I, or before we go any further, have I told you about my idea for the shirt in between the large and the extra large? Go on. Okay. When I, Lululemon inspired it because I went in there for the wedding I was going to, by the way. I went in there to get shirts for the wedding. And I uh, couldn't find any because the extra larges I was swimming in. I looked like I had just made a wish at a Zoloft machine. Or Zoloft? No, <laughs> no it does. It does look. It's, it's a Zoloft machine. <laughs> hey, you, Zoltar bet, machine is what I, I meant. Bet, I bet that mom, before she went to the wedding to shit talk you, spent plenty of time, plenty of time making wishes at the Zoloft machine. <laughs> Anyways, extra large is way too big. Large, I look like an encased sausage. Just, I can't even move. And so they're like, what do you want to do today? I nothing with my arms, because I can't lift them. That's too tight. And so I come up with an idea where it's, it's a size that's right in between a large and extra large, and we're going to call them chatties. What do you think? I love it. You want to invest? You want to invest? I do want to invest. What about this? Let me pitch you this. Sharks. How often have you walked into a store and not been able to find the ideal fit? Sure, there's a large. Yeah, there's an extra large. There might even be a medium or a small. 
but most people don't fit into those categories. We need the in-between sizes. Feast your eyes on chatties. Do you got weird tits? Do you got weird hips? Grab yourself a chatty and look like the rest of the human beings. I'm in. I'm so in. Let's not just do between extra large and large. Let's do, and we need a clever name for that chatty, but you could do like a chatty between the large and medium, a chatty between the medium and small. We sure. fill in the gaps just like your tits. I want you to know, I, when I told you about this, I wanted you to be excited, but you're way more excited than I'd hoped for. And for that reason, I'm out. No, I'm a big, I love businesses. I think at heart, I'm an entrepreneur who accidentally chose to be a comedian. Well, let me be real. I think at heart, I'm a failed entrepreneur. I think I'm a big idea guy, somebody who can take something, run with it, maybe get some money, and then just barrel it into the fucking ground because I don't know how to execute. <laughs> Dad? I didn't, I didn't learn a lot of executable skills. But yeah, every, every Lululemon's got one, like a Chad or a Craig or a Davey. Some just fucking kids. Like, Can I help you? What do you need? Can I help you? No, I, you can't help. I just got in the store, Chad. Fucking relax, man. <laughs> so I, uh, I did the same thing where I'm really skinny right now because all this health bullshit. And, but I'm tall, so I basically, I basically look like a Tim Burton character. And so, the problem with Lululemon clothes is they really hang off you. So, didn't you, hold on, D didn't you whisper to one girl in Wisconsin to kill her best friend? Wasn't that you? Yeah, maybe. What's, what's, what's that guy called? Tall man? Uh, Slender man. Slenderman. Slenderman. Slenderman, damn it! Slenderman. I wish I had yeah. all the information before I tried to make a joke. Yeah, my dad was a biology professor, obviously, and he had in his classroom, at the front of the, front of the classroom, he had a locker, like a, a singular locker, and when he yeah. would pop the door open, a full body skeleton would roll out. <laughs> and I think if that had been wearing joggers and a Lululemon shirt, it would have looked the exact way I looked putting clothes on. And Jenna was there. I was like, does this look good? And she's really positive with me. But I was like, does this look good? And she's like, I wish it. Uh, she just got to the make noises thing because she doesn't want to make me feel bad about myself. Uh, but so I didn't uh, I didn't end up getting anything. But I walked out of the store and I had to wait for Jenna because I got dejected. I was like, well, I'm not buying any of it like i'm gonna i'm gonna get the i got the i did get the joggers i shouldn't say i didn't get anything i didn't get any tops sure i got i only got a bottom no tops and so maybe Jenna's, you need a chatty and so jenna so you're back in you're what you're saying is you're back in i'm back thank you thank you so much uh so i go outside and i'm waiting for her to finish up because she's going to try on a bunch of more stuff because she's got a normal body and and all this stuff looks good on her and Outside, I look across like this little like sitting area to the edge of the kind of like the corner of the street there. And I just kind of look at and there's a dude there and I just look at him for a second and I'm like, that's Morgan Freeman. What? And then I was like, well, that, obviously that's not Morgan Freeman. Is your Morgan Freeman my Tony Shalhoub? <laughs> 
dude, I got closer and I was like, no, that's fucking Morgan Freeman. It's now, and I, I haven't done any of the research yet. I don't know if he spends time in Cincinnati. And well, let me fucking find out. Why don't you look it up? And I, here's the thing. I'm going to. I know there's going to be a contingent of people who listen to this podcast that go, oh, so will just all black old people look alike to you. No, he fuck. He had fucking freckles. He had the Morgan Freeman's face. I've seen enough Morgan Freeman stuff. I was so convinced. Here's the thing, Chad. He was on a flip phone. He was using a flip phone. And wow. that to me, that, here's how much I thought he looked like Morgan Freeman. That to me, in my head, I was like, why does Morgan Freeman have a flip phone here in Cincinnati? It was not proof the other direction. I was so <laughs> convinced. But he was texting on his flip phone. So I went. T9. And he, and he, he did have a hat on. But I got okay. up close and I was just waiting for him to talk. But then I was just a creep kind of standing near another guy. So I might have had a Cincinnati celebrity sighting. Or, as Jenna put it after she came out and looked at him, I was, I'm a racist. She thinks it was not Morgan <laughs> Freeman. And she fucking... Dude, we, we were in L.A. once and we were on a street corner. And I go, Jenna, it's Bob Saget. And she goes, that's not Bob Saget, you idiot. And then somebody walked up and goes, Bob Saget? Oh, can, uh, can I get a picture with you? And he was like, yeah, it was fucking Bob Saget. She, I don't think she has good facial recognition, so I do think this was Morgan Freeman. Interesting. I looked it up. There's nothing about that that he's in Cincinnati. Maybe he's filming a movie. I have no clue. You, ne- you never know. You never know. Yeah, I have no idea. Didn't Morgan Freeman date his granddaughter or something? Yeah, and you know the other reason it might not have been him is I think something bad happened to his hand, like it was a burn or some sort of like accident on his hand, so he was wearing uh, a a singular glove for a while there. Okay, how do you not ask him for directions or something? Is my question. Why don't you go? Excuse me, sir. I'm not from around here. I was wondering if you know how to get to anywhere. And then he's like, Andy Dufresne. You know what I should have asked him if he wanted to be the face of Chatties. That's what I should have asked him. Oh, shit. I'll tell you the real reason. I've stopped approaching people in public because I've got a little bit of a I've got a little bit of a wobble to me and I'm pretty skinny and I still have all this facial hair. And like I didn't want to go, excuse me, sir, and have him go, I don't have any money. Like then I would have found out it was Morgan Freeman, but my feelings would have been hurt. So I'm not uh, I'm not randomly approaching a ton of people in the streets now. Well, then you could have just been like, I know you have a flip phone. Clearly, I need directions, you piece of shit. Now, if Morgan's here with four dogs and they're fucking barking up a storm while I'm trying to put on a pair of joggers in a store, I might have some shit to say. But yeah, I wasn't. He he hadn't crossed me, so I didn't feel like approaching him. That's fair. That's fair. You got to give people their space. Absolutely. And if you're the sort of person who needs space, check out chatties.com slash somewhere to get yourself into the perfect fitting tea. I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.